Welcome to the Let's Talk Money and More podcast with me, Leslie Thomas. The aim of the podcast is to get us all talking about money more. Talking about money is still considered to be a taboo. We don't talk about money enough. Women don't talk about money enough. And that needs to stop. In this podcast, my guests and I talk about money, mindset, and how to turn around limiting beliefs, allowing you to develop a healthy, wealthy money mindset. Our relationship with money doesn't just affect our finances, but impacts every aspect of our business. And most of all, our own sense of self-value and self-worth. By mastering your mindset, you can in turn master the money you make in your business. Welcome to the latest episode of Let's Talk Money and More with me, your host, Leslie Thomas. Today, I want to talk about money conversations. After all, that is the raison d'etre for this podcast, talking about money. I'm going to cover two particular elements of the money conversations that we as business owners will be regularly having, or at least should be having, in order to grow and develop our business. Money conversations are not always comfortable, but they are necessary. And the more comfortable we can get in those conversations, of course, the easier they become. People often build up conversations about money to be much more complicated than they need to be. And with a little thought and planning and putting yourself in the shoes of the other person or people, then this can often make those conversations much easier to be had. And dare I say, even more enjoyable. Okay, let's start with the pricing conversation. Lots of business owners actively avoid these conversations But these are the lifeblood of any business. If we don't have the conversations around pricing with would-be clients, then how can we expect our businesses to grow and thrive? A coach of mine advised me that a conversation around pricing should be as simple as saying, pass the salt. Matter of fact, and without emotion. The latter part is often where people fall down. They allow emotion to come into the conversation, and that is where things go wrong. They place themselves at the heart of the conversation rather than the client and the client's needs. The client is only thinking about themselves, and that is how a conversation with pricing should be managed. Remove you from it and focus on your client. When discussing pricing with clients, it should never be about the features and benefits of working with you. This is not what a client bases their decision-making on. What they want to know about is what working with you will do for them. What is the results they will enjoy as a result of working with you? What is the transformation they can expect? This is what they will pay for. That is the benchmark they will be judging you and others on. It's all about them and nothing about you. Sell the problem you are solving, not the service. Remembering that should make the conversation a much easier one. As would-be clients want to talk about their results, what they will be able to do as a result of working with you. Take the spotlight off you and focus it on the client. What you want to focus on is what the 
client will experience working with you, not how many sessions or how long they will be or what subjects you will cover. No, what will the experience be of working with you? What will they get to feel? What will they get to benefit from? How will you make them feel? And how will they feel as a result of working with you? What the client will value is not any of the features and benefits, or at least not place any real emotional value on those. It's the nets and bolts of what you are offering. They will place the true value in the results you will bring for them. So focus on the results. The key question you should be asking for a client is what will happen for them as a result of working with you? Get them to really go into the details of what it would mean for them when you bring the results they are looking for. This could be losing weight. This could be getting seriously fit. It could be support to level their social media. It may be helping them to design a group program or creating additional sales. Whatever it is, focus on letting them talk about how they will feel when they see the results they want. And then the next step. Ask them what will happen if they don't work with you. What will this mean for them and the results they had in mind when they approached you in the first place? By allowing your would-be client to really analyse what they will not be getting, they will start to understand the real cost of not investing, the cost of them not having their problem solved. When you remove yourself from the conversation, when you focus on the client and the results they will see, then a conversation around pricing becomes as easy as saying, pass the salt. The conversation around pricing is not the only one some people find difficult or uncomfortable. There are many conversations around money that many shy away from. These include conversations with a business partner about investment into your business conversations with a romantic partner about money. It could be a conversation you need to have with a client about an overdue payment. It may be a conversation you need to have if having difficulty in making a payment. It may be asking someone for a loan or to repay a loan. Conversations around money need to be had on a frequent basis. And so it's important to understand how to have open and comfortable conversations around money. And the more of them you have, the more comfortable you will get. With planning and conscious desire to create a win-win situation, conversations around money can be enjoyable nearly all the time. Some will, of course, be uncomfortable, but that does not mean you shy away from them. They still need to be had. The first thing I would suggest is to choose the right time and place to have the conversation. Little point in trying to have it five minutes before your business partner is due to meet a client or try to broach the subject with your husband and wife or try to broach the or try to broach the subject with your husband and wife or try to broach the subject or try to broach the subject with your husband or wife just as the dog has been sick all over the kitchen floor. Actually planning ahead, getting an agreed commitment to where and when you will speak, this will set the right tone and environment for the conversation to take place. The next thing to think about is what will you say 
Now, that sounds an obvious statement, but actually planning out the conversation, either in your head or write it down. I find I retain things better in my head if I actually write them down first. This allows me to plan the flow of what I want to say and ensures I don't forget any of the key things I want to say. It's always really important to be flexible during the conversation. Allow the other person or people to get their point across and recognize there may well be three opinions available to create the right solution. Your way, the person you are speaking to's way, or a completely different way. Be open to exploring all available options and the possibility that your suggested way is not one of them. Something else that is really key, be prepared to listen and don't interrupt. Actually model the behavior you want to see in the other person. If you also react and respond in a cool and measured way, this will help to remove rather than inject any heat into the conversation. This leads me to another point. Really keep emotions out of the conversation. Emotions tend to really heighten responses and not in a good way when it comes to discussing money. If you react emotionally, it will tend to then see the person you are talking to do exactly the same. They will mirror your reaction and that is unlikely to result in a productive outcome to the conversation. It's also really important to not appear dismissive or judgmental regarding other people's opinions or reasons why they might disagree with you. People want to feel valued and heard. And when that happens, they're actually more open to a discussion, which in turn is more likely to be productive. It's also really important to stick to the topic. There's little to be gained by talking about things completely irrelevant to the subject at hand, as this will just act as a distraction and possibly even mean time will run out before you can obtain the desired result for the conversation in the first place. It's important to be focused on the conversation and not allow either distraction or secondary procrastination, which is actually delaying getting to the crux of the conversation by using unnecessary distraction techniques. If the conversation needs to be had, it needs to be had. So get on with having that conversation. If it is likely that you will come up against pushback or a negative reaction to what you are saying, it's important to handle this in a non-emotive way and also an open way. Understand why the other party feels the way it does and look at objective ways to overcome those objections or what further information they may require to aid the discussion. It may sound obvious, but it's important to be honest at all times. If you decide on a different course of action to honesty, then it's likely you will trip up either during this conversation or certainly at some point in the future, thus creating a bigger problem, especially around trust the next time you need to have a similar conversation. So a short-term gain will lead to longer-term pain if you're not honest. And the final point I would like to make is no matter what the outcome or the result reached, always end the discussion on a positive note. There's little point winning the battle 
you're eventually going to lose the war. You may get out of the conversation what you were hoping for. You may not. But to walk away knowing you expressed your point well, that you have both felt seen and heard and clear on what the next steps are, that should be seen as a positive result for the conversation. There may be steps that you need to take next as a result of the conversation, as a result of not getting the desired outcome. But you are more likely to be able to revisit this conversation at a later stage if you have not burnt your bridges. With certain conversations, such as clients not paying, there may be no other way than to start legal proceedings, for example. But this is no reason to not have a civil conversation in the first place and try and reach an amicable resolution. But if that fails, then resorting to a course of action may be the only next step that can be taken. But in most conversations around money, ensuring the right time and environment, planning the conversation, being flexible, sticking to the subject at hand, listening, removing the emotion, not being judgmental, being honest, and ending the conversation amicably. This allows the best opportunity for a fruitful, meaningful, and productive conversation. So that's it for today's episode. I'd love to hear if you found it helpful and also let me know any tips you have to share in having a successful conversation about money. Until next time, goodbye. Thank you for listening to the Let's Talk Money and More podcast. If you have enjoyed it, I would love it if you would tell somebody else about it. You don't have to leave a review or write a post on social media tagging me, Leslie Thomas Coaching on Instagram or the Money Mastery Business Coach on Facebook. But if you do, I promise I will give you a shout out in a future episode and I will be hugely grateful. I can also be found at Leslie-Thomas on LinkedIn. If you would like a copy of my free resource, Three Mindset Shifts to Double Your Income, then please go to leslieathomas.com forward slash let's hyphen talk hyphen money. I would love to hear from you, so please do email me at leslie at leslieathomas.com. I will reply to all messages, but please do be patient. Until next time, remember, master your mindset and in turn, you can master the money you make in your business.